Hey, Gavon, and welcome, friends, to another episode of the Lord of the Wrongs podcast, the only Tolkien podcast that the professor himself would dismiss as juvenile and crass. I am Dan Zerby, and I am here with my co-host, Sean Kelly, and we'll be discussing the writings, adaptation, and news around J.R. Tolkien's Legendarium in a way that fills the void left by other podcasts that use intelligence and uh, critical thinking and that sort of thing. We're going to make mostly pop culture references and dumb jokes. Yeah, that sounds uh, good to me. Right? I mean, that's, yeah, that's what we're going for here. <laughs> not not so highbrow, not so yeah. highbrow uh, podcasting here. Yeah, you might even call it lowbrow, yeah. I mean, lowbrow just sounds so... We'll, we'll go with medium brow humor. <laughs> yeah, we'll keep it at a medium brow. Yeah, lowbrow is that that joke I made yesterday, and we were like, eh, "Okay, yeah, let's bring it in a little bit." That's a little too yeah, much. Yeah, <laughs> yeah um, we don't we don't want to appeal directly to anybody here. Just <laughs> not please anybody with our humor, except for yeah. Ourselves. We want to make sure, yeah. We want to make sure that everybody who might listen to this feels completely alienated by what we're doing. Uh, so let's let's start talking about some Tolkien stuff. Um, I yesterday I don't have a hard copy I realized of um of unfinished tales so I purchased one on the internet yesterday it should be coming today I've listened to the audiobook of that a couple times but uh I yeah. like I, I really love audiobooks I love listening to various Tolkien audiobooks especially the Andy Circus stuff is really wonderful readings of these of these books um but I do find that I have an easier time not actually listening like it's it's easy for me to zone out yeah just to zone out and not actually hear what the actual that i will say so i like having the actual physical book myself a lot of it's the time. definitely easier i feel like listening to the ones you've read already and the easier to like listening to an audiobook of the silmarillion you're just gonna get lost yeah pretty yeah. quickly just just like reading the silmarillion <laughs> you yeah. get lost pretty quickly but i agree with you that it's uh, the older uh, writing or the the writings from the first age that Tolkien didn't finish any it's of a, it's really. a lot of names and oh, places God. and stuff to remember names places but then of. also every character has like three names that they go by too yeah which <laughs> is kind of anything when you're just hearing it and you can't you can't just be like all right hang on what was the I, I just gotta look one page back here <laughs> And yeah. you're just like, all right, I'll, I'll skip back 45 seconds, and then oh, that's too far. Yeah, I know. I feel like I should be dog earing the index in the in the Silmarillion, <laughs> so I could at least easily flip to uh, another page, or maybe I should. I don't know. I, it's one of those things where I'm like, I want to make a flow chart to make this easy for myself, and then I'm like, this is yeah, really I, complicated. I, I don't <laughs> I'm know like, enough. I'm not good at this make sort of thing actually chart. at all. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but uh, yeah, no, I haven't really I've never read Unfinished Tales, but I've sort of gotten a synopsis on most of it. There's some yeah. interesting stuff in there for sure. Um, yeah, some great I stuff. I mean, my favorite stuff is always going to be the stuff that was left out of The Hobbit and Lord of the Rings. Yeah, um, you know, yeah. I mean, they, besides being completely finished works, they're they're just they're friendlier than especially The Hobbit. They're just friendlier than The Silmarillion and a lot of the other the unfinished things yeah all the other unfinished things yeah it's, uh, but obviously it's it is nice to have those in order to uh get a picture yeah well yeah if you don't read those you're missing out on a lot of amazing stories and, yeah for sure and, and world building so yeah. right. well uh do you want to ask a question first or do you, would you like sure. me to shoot yeah um okay so i do have one that i 
Actually, I'm, I'm going to ask and yet have not really thought about my own answer very much <laughs> to this question. Okay, so good. If we're, uh, let's, to make this simpler, um, this question will be like just Lord of the Rings. What are your favorite moments in the books of the Lord of the Rings, the book? And what's your favorite moments in the movies? Do you, are there crossover? Or are there things like this is your favorite book moment in the movie and the books? Are there parts that you like, you like, love this in the book, not so much in the movie, vice versa? I think <clears throat> as far as the books go, I one of my favorite moments is I love the Dunedain and the mm. um, when uh, the great company. company is yeah. going through and they get to Eric and all that is just sort of awesome to me. And then them like it's showing great. us at Pelennor Fields. Oh, well, I was just going to say it's it's kind of in the books. It felt more like a triumph of men and Aragorn himself to just bring these actual people to uh, Pelennor uh, than to just like sort of summon a magical army of the dead. Yeah, it did. It was it was more like that in the movies, especially in the uh, extended editions where you have like the <laughs> giant landslide of skulls. Which Yeah, that was strange was, but really it was, it was cool well, it's like it's cool but it's like it's like this this is very much uh peter jackson's heart cheap horror movie roots yeah it, which it i love i'm a fun. huge fan of, of 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 his stuff that he did oh yeah before, and like, I, I think um, the, what he brought to those movies movie. from there is was awesome for sure that angle. yeah because even though they're very different and that that scene where they're where aragorn's going to you know, to the army of the dead. Uh, it's, um, oh, I totally lost what I was going to say. <laughs> Damn it. All right. It's lost. It's gone. It was there. Well, and it was just, right. it just disappeared. It's fine. It's not. As far as the movies, I feel like that's a hard one. To, I, don't, I feel like, um, one of my favorite parts might be, uh, Gandalf at the bridge with the Balrog. Oh, Cause, yeah. You know, Ian McKellen, whatever. Such an amazing yeah, Gandalf. he, he was great, and they made the Balrog so terrifying and awesome. They did. It's true. I think I, that I, that is like a triumph of the movies. I agree. Even though the Balrog in the movie has wings, and the wings in the book are metaphorical, quite literal. Or, yes, quite yeah. literal. Um, but yeah, I mean the design of that character i mean the yeah, no, it, yeah it was the just, art design was, in those realms is perfect you like you can't i'm like even if it's not technically correct every all the visuals in the films are just they're just beautiful yeah just if you're just beautiful. taking it as you know the, like the part from the movie that was cool that was yeah. cool and then imagine it without the wings if it bothers you that much because it's so cool looking <laughs> it's like the balrog is really cool looking yeah i mean well even I don't know. He's supposed to be more human-like. A person to imagine of, them with literal wings. Yeah. Like, he's there's more so of much a, art. A demon in the movies, which is... Yeah, it's it It seems in the book he's almost it, more corporeal, even. I actually have a pretty... My wallpaper is a picture of the Fellowship escaping the Balrog, and it's a very cool interpretation. I'll have to send you that, but... Uh, yeah, please do. That'd be really cool. Yeah, it's... um. It, it was a cool moment in, well, I mean, both movies and books, but uh, yeah. just the way Ian McKellen just laid it down was yeah. obviously awesome. 
So how about you? Have you have you given time to <laughs> yeah? Now I'm starting to think your own question. <laughs> I know I feel like uh, when I'm at a restaurant, I don't know what to order, and everybody else has put their put their order in. I'm like, oh, okay, um, uh, okay, maybe yeah. I you were just like, huh? yeah, we're, um, you're ready, um, but you guys go first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, are you ready to order? I'm like, um, I'll figure it out probably by the time you get to me. Uh, all right. Um, so let's see. I'm trying to think my favorite moments in the movie. Well, actually, my favorite moments. In the in in the book, Lord of the Rings and the films is pretty much anything that happens in the Shire. I love the Shire. I mean, when I first saw those movies, I think the idea of living there in that way, like, so it captured my imagination. I had such a fascination, and um, that is one thing they did a great job with. I mean, it's so sure. beautiful, and it just it seems so peaceful and relaxing. I'm like, man, idyllic. Yeah. I want to live in a hole in the ground, <laughs> not yeah. a nasty, dirty, smelly, wet hole in the middle of the ends of no. worms and an oozy smell, nor yet a dry. Ba- okay, I'm not going to do the whole first page <laughs> yeah, of the Hobbit, even though I could. I do have that first like few paragraphs of that book completely <laughs> memorized. Um, well, let's yeah, let's not do the whole thing, or else we I might mean, get in trouble. <laughs> I was going to say it's like if we put this out, we're going to get a cease and desist letter. <laughs> start doing that, um, but so yeah. So I mean, vis- they did visually, especially, yeah. I mean, it, what they created in New Zealand there really is is something very special. And uh, yeah. and in the I'm book, not, I'm not just so oh yeah, well, charming. It, it, yeah, it's like you know the kind of uh, English countryside. Uh, you know, the technology only goes to a certain point. You know, hobbits don't like anything more complex than a forge bellows. And it's like I love that. Um, yeah, it's almost like they advanced beyond the rest of the world because it was so yeah. peaceful but they also just kind of stopped of their own volition yeah because they didn't point, like yeah like why don't want to <laughs> uh yeah well i mean it's something tolkien talked about quite a bit like the idea of uh, progress for its own sake he was very much against and i i i'm you know i said before we started recording that i'm a bit of a luddite and uh I, I don't hate technology. You know, I enjoy the convenience of the cell phone, the smartphone, and, you know, that we can do this with the, you know, on our computers. And it's all pretty cool. And also, it's, uh, I love the idea of just everything becoming a lot more simple. Not having by getting rid of that. Technology, you know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, yeah, cell phones are great. But also, you know, it'd be great is if kids these days weren't just looking at their cell phones all day. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, but like, uh, yeah, cell phones are great. But you know what's also great? Plowing a field. <laughs> yes. Until you actually do it by hand with a, with a mule yeah. or something. And you're like, oh, okay. I am like, actually oh, cool. Oh, right. I'm fine with oh, combine yeah. heart. So it's, yeah, it's like, oh, as it turns out, oxen are not always cooperative if you don't know what you're doing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> I um, wouldn't so, want to be doing that, but yeah. So to actually answer the question, I think. Uh, so <laughs> I love um, in the books, the, the every parts of with Tom Bombadil from Old Man oh, Willow to the house yeah. of Tom Bombadil to the, uh, the Barrow Downs uh, chapter. I just... So Bombadil. you're 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 captured by the whimsy element. You're oh yeah, whimsy. for sure. That is that's definitely what like really caught me and drew me in when I first saw the well, the Fellowship you, of the Ring. You loved uh, the Hobbit so much that I feel like that part really the book a similar vibe to. Well, oh yes, the book. <laughs> <laughs> like, let's be clear. <laughs> like, the very 
to be polite, I'll say I have a complicated relationship with the movie business. <laughs> I think most most people do, and be polite, yeah. say it's complicated. Uh, but, but yeah, The Hobbit is my is my all time is my favorite book. It's my sing, single favorite book. Yeah, um, and that book. the beginning of like the first half of the first quote unquote book of Lord of the Rings is yeah, it's all it's all it's very <laughs> yeah. Hobbity. And it is Tom Bombadil as well. The whole, I mean, the Barrow Downs get pretty oh, creepy yeah. compared to, but there are creepy oh, parts really of it too. Just there not are. quite as visceral, I guess. Yeah, actually, that's kind of interesting because if you think about the the Barrow Downs in the book and the um, when the Great Company is is traveling through uh, to Eric and all that, it's those are both the scariest parts of the book. I mean, Tolkien did, was a really good. He could have been a great horror writer if he had a mind to be, because I, I mean, he really conveys, especially uh, with the Grey Company. It's all so much of that is from the point of view of Gimli, and how he's just, <clears throat> even though he's so brave, he's still scared shitless. <laughs> I mean, yeah. you know, it's just, I mean, I, uh, so yeah, both both those scenes were really quite quite frightening, uh, especially compared to the rest of the book, and. Uh, yeah, neither of those or both of those are like way scarier than anything in in the Hobbit for sure. Yeah, yeah, because even um, the the scary parts, quote unquote, in the Hobbit are, you know, they're sort of toned down for the childlike. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, well, yeah. Well, when the dwarves are, you know, and 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 Bilbo and Gandalf are, are crossing the Misty Mountains and they get captured by the goblins, it's like it would have been a much scarier scene. If it didn't have a song in the middle of it, even though the song yeah. itself is quite unpleasant, talking about how they <laughs> whip, whip and yeah, smack them around. Every, <laughs> every sort of bad verb you can do to something. Oh yeah, it's always like we're gonna make sure they never see the light of day ever again. Yeah, I but it's like done in a whimsical just, way. Yeah, yeah, those scenes are creepy on paper, but when you're like, you know, if you're looking at it, it's just like, wow, that's actually like terrible those go- goblins were about to eat everybody but then it's yeah the they way ate those ponies it, it's like oh this is fun they're getting captured by <laughs> goblins and going what to a fun adventure this blah, blah, blah. is i'm sure they'll be fine <laughs> yeah <laughs> and they are as it turns out they are fine well, of course they are i mean we know the ending to a lot of tolkien stuff because he just likes to just put it up front yeah this ends with a happy ending <laughs> and it's all good for unless, you. unless you're thor and feely and killy yeah yeah, well, you know, he. he Sorry, spoiler alert to everybody. <laughs> yeah, spoiler alert. <laughs> spoiler alert from this that's... book from 1937. It was <laughs> yeah, like 80 years old or whatever. <laughs> yes. All right. Well, I've got another question. I'm trying to think of right, which yeah, to ask. I feel like uh, let's take it in a different direction here. Uh, yeah. If you could add one f bomb to each movie, where would you put it? Yeah, right. PG thirteen does allow for that as long as it's not a, um, it's not a reference to the act itself. It's uh, yeah, you can just <laughs> right. Yeah, I, think like, that's, that, that's I feel like rule. one of them's got to come from Gimli. You know, they were playing him <laughs> off for laughs in the movie. Yeah, it's true. Uh... <laughs> like I feel like in the first one, when Gandalf sees the Balrog come out and he like he has this one I, I just remember this shot clearly of him turning around and having this like terrified look on his face. Oh like, yeah. He just turned around and he's like fuck. Fuck. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> <laughs> or you shall not fucking pass. <laughs> It'd be pretty or, good. Or fly you fucking fools. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I feel yeah, all right. G- Gandalf, I mean he dies in the first one. Spoiler alert again. 
Yeah, I, I think I think he he earns the f bomb in the first move. If anybody gets it, yeah, I think in fellowship, I think Gandalf has to get it for yeah, yeah, he dies. Yeah. <laughs> it's like he's, and he not only dies, he fights this Balrog, knowing there's a good chance that he's going to die while doing that. Oh, yeah, that's a hard. So if that doesn't that's... earn you an f bomb, I mean, I don't know what does. It, yeah, I, I think Eru would forgive. <laughs> yeah. the f-bomb and still make at least he would be gandalf the like cream colored or something if he <laughs> so he gets demoted to gandalf the brown <laughs> like uh you know i brought you back because you did sacrifice yourself but didn't care for he, the language little little blasphemy there not a fan <laughs> of that <laughs> uh but uh yeah I don't, i'm trying to think of what the the second movie would be any thoughts? Where yeah. Uh, let's see. Where would an F bomb fit in the two towers? Well, I feel like there's a lot of good opportunity. There are. I mean, Theo get then getting stabbed with a spear. Mm. But that feels a little too genuine, you know? Yeah, that's true. Like, yeah. He's he's like, ah, he's sort of stoic. <laughs> he's he's gonna he's take he, that. He's in silence. Is. Yeah. Oh, uh, I, w- I mean, actually, now that I'm thinking about it, I feel like I want to give it to Gandalf in the Two Towers as well. When uh, the three hunters and Gandalf arrive at Edoras and, and they walk into Medjuseld. Oh, okay. And Gandalf's yeah. like, Starlin, keep your fucking forked tongue behind you. <laughs> <laughs> behind your fucking teeth, maybe. Oh, well, uh, I, it's, oh man, Gandalf just, he has too many good opportunities for that. <laughs> he's got so many great lines i mean yeah and <laughs> he's got a lot of great one-liners and of course yeah Both it, book and movie guys. as we know tolkien loves uh base uh humor and <laughs> he uh, sure does and he definitely foul language is uh i mean he just peppered that in everywhere oh definitely, yeah definitely a big fan i think oh yeah he really loved gross language <laughs> the more <laughs> The more yeah, crude is, and the more pedestrian, the more he liked it. <laughs> yeah, which is why he would. There's so it much all sex and, uh, and and gore. Yeah, in, in, yeah, uh, definitely in all of his writings, just in in detail, just gruesome detail. Uh, all right, so yeah, that that one's <laughs> that one's pretty solid. All right, Ooh. three, the the um, Return of the King. Uh, yeah. I oh, mean, you know, okay. No, I just thought of one. Uh, I think it. when <laughs> when Frodo puts on the ring in Mount Doom and Sam is just looking on. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> yeah, that's a pretty good. That's a pretty good one. I like that. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I don't know. I feel like it just it would feel so out of place if you were accenting something with an F F bomb. That. Uh, oh yeah i mean no matter what art so do you oh, think there's a place place. where it could fit and sound like it belongs there no 100 <laughs> <gonna say>, <laughs> i'm trying to imagine like i don't imagine a situation where like, actually can you works. imagine you're reading the books and you're you're like three quarters of the way through and he just drops that in there it would just be so <laughs> jarring like oh my god god yeah <laughs> it's like why it's like what what, Wait, what? Ha- is this an editing mistake 
Yeah. <laughs> was this a typo? Yeah, I think we have maybe a pretty, it's some old yeah. English word that I'm not familiar <laughs> with. Yeah, I don't know the roots of this. It's gotta be proto-Indo-European. <laughs> it's an it's, old Germanic it's, word. Yeah. yeah, it's it's Nordic for sure. <laughs> it's Middle Norse, actually. That's yeah. uh <laughs> you know how um, I feel like I mean if you were to actually hear an F-bomb in it, you, you would you would I have to imagine you it would be an orc. It would have to be an orc saying. I mean, it, yeah, I mean, if, yeah, you know. it's the only realistic way, or the uh, or the trolls perhaps in the in, in the Hobbit. Yeah. The only trolls that talk, as far as we, <laughs> as far as, I think, I think that's the only time in the Legendarium like trolls are seen actually speaking. If I'm not mistaken, yeah, I love how Tolkien has this interesting thing where he just has random creatures talk when you're like, wait, they can they can talk it's just like once <laughs> i don't know there's a few instances i don't yeah i don't Actually, have anything to support that but <laughs> like um, the fox well, uh, yeah it's, damn it that's exactly what i was gonna say that is, <laughs> my, that is one of my favorite lines uh from any of his writings in in lord of the rings when the fox strolls by the hobbits sleeping in the woods and just goes oh that's weird <laughs> you know basically i don't remember exactly what he says it's like oh this is a peculiar <laughs> Yeah, just and then know. and I love the narrator after that. It's like, uh, but he never found out any more about it. I love <laughs> that. I mean, like that is adorable. Like, Wait, you're saying this fox has a whole story? <laughs> yeah. Well, it is funny. I think because how how different the tone is when you're reading Lord of the Rings. Like earlier in the in the book, it's you know it it ha- it maintain. Well, I shouldn't say it doesn't. It elevates the tone of the Hobbit a bit. But it does kind of stay at first in that um, the whimsy more, is still more, there. Yeah, more whimsy. It's like I don't, I don't want to exactly say but child it's, it's friendly, higher but speed, uh, higher. Yeah, uh, it's definitely elevated from from the Hobbit. But uh, at the beginning of the book, it definitely you could tell he was writing it as a sequel to the Hobbit. Yeah, because um, like you know, even Aragorn speaks fairly fairly plainly for you know for this for them for middle earth for the for the the context the era they yeah. exist um until basically they're on the anduin and he sees uh oh god i'm blanking on the name of the giant statues on the end argonath yeah and then all of a sudden he's like his his speech is so elevated it's so different from strider it's, that we meet at the he becomes Pony. like the warrior poet or something yeah it's like well it's it's almost like he steps into the role of I am going to take back my kingdom fully in that moment almost, you know, like Yeah, that is a good that's a good point. Yeah. That's like kind of the I mean, start. A, and then with Boromir too. Oh yeah, 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 for sure. I mean it's um yeah, I mean it, it shows also how different book Aragorn and movie Aragorn are, and I don't say that in a way to in any way put down Viggo Mortensen's performance because it was incredible or even the way Aragorn was written for the movie because I think it worked really well him being a uh reluctant uh, sort of hero. yeah the reluctant king because I think part of that was probably a decision by Peter Jackson Fran Walsh and uh Philippa Boyens I believe I feel like, yeah I feel like the book Aragorn is not uh there's not really any conflict to him, which is kind of hard to. It's not that uh, compelling in movie form. Yeah. You in know, a it's, shorter it's harder form. to connect to that as an audience member. And it's very easy. It's much easier to at least 
uh, identify. Appreciate, yeah. Yeah. Or at least appreciate Aragorn as like, you know, if, if, cause if, can you imagine like Viggo Mortensen was like, uh, yeah, I'm going to be the damn king again. Yeah. Like this, I'm taking this back. It, he just wouldn't be as likable, I guess. Yeah. I mean, he I would have, you know, coming great into in the book, but... hot is, is a yeah, hard sell in a movie when you're like, I think yeah. they played up the mystery more. I mean, he yeah, he was kind of mysterious in the book as well. But like, oh, for sure, you're early still, on, you're you don't know enough. if you can trust them that much. Yeah, yeah, you're still getting snippets of like, yeah, this guy's already just self assured, and he's already carrying yeah. his broken sword around and everything. Yeah, it was, yeah. That when I the first time I actually read the books, I had already seen the films. So when I read that and went like oh wait he carries the broken sword around with him what's the point of that yeah um, well it's his <laughs> it is it, it, it is it does belong to him he is, it's still he is sharp. he's a sealed door's heir he's still sharp yeah <laughs> yeah that's that's actually one of the things i don't like in the movie is when boromir drops the blade and just leaves it there it's like boromir would never do that yeah i don't think I, it, I, it, I, it worked kind of in that scene to like kind of have I this understand tension that. But, yeah, he was uncomfortable. Yeah, with Aragorn, I think. Yeah, but he I didn't know who he was at that point either. Yeah, he didn't know. It would have made more. He sense finds out if during knew, the council. Yeah, if he knew who Aragorn was, and you know, like you know, dropped his sword, <laughs> it was yeah. basically just like, oh, yeah. this is just uncomfortable. I'm getting out of here. But yeah, I don't. Yeah. But either way, he would hold the. He would have. He would I mean, hold yeah, that in such reverence that he wouldn't let it. Yeah. If he dropped it by accident, he wouldn't leave it on the floor and walk away. Like, oh, no. um, this is an uncomfortable situation now. It's like, oh, I look silly. I just dropped this thing. I'm gonna pretend I didn't notice. Yeah, <laughs> he plays he, it off like you know you're in high school <laughs> and drop your book. Yeah, <laughs> and he, you wanted to look cool in front of a pretty girl. <laughs> he definitely didn't have the self confidence of somebody out of high school in that scene. Which uh, I feel like, <laughs> yeah. if any, if Boromir has anything, it's confidence. I mean, he just oozes confidence yeah. <laughs> to to a fault. Arguably, yeah, to a know? fault. It's like there, he has yeah. a lot of positive qualities that are he does he possesses to a fault. Yeah, and and yeah, and he lets you know about all of his good qualities. You know? yes, he, he's, he's not like, shy. I am about very it, strong. I'll dig us out of this uh, out of this snow. I would not say he's snow. humble to a fault. <laughs> he is definitely not humble to a fault. Uh, you could make the argument that movie aragorn is humble to a fault even to a degree yeah um, actually that's a good point. yeah all right do you yeah, have yeah. another question uh let's see yeah um this is an interesting one and i feel might uh become <laughs> somewhat controversial even oh, what is great. your least favorite aspect of a legendarium or the fandom the lore you know the the, the legendarium fandom as a whole like if you have a least favorite aspect of legendarium or because for me like my least favorite aspect of the legendarium is how difficult some of the most interesting stories are to read you know? yeah that's that is totally fair you know because um, it's written in this you know very very stilted uh language that's you know it's, it's like it's hard to get on board with for yeah sure. it's, it's it's like reading it's the bible accessible. mixed with a boring history book it's not exciting to read because you have to take your time with it to understand what is actually happening. Yeah, that's fair. I, um, well, I'll think about that, but as far as the fandom, I think, I think a lot of people are great about it, but, uh, I think overall it's a really good 
fan yeah for sure a lot of others it's far less toxic i would say not to pick on star wars i enjoy star wars but yeah, the there are a lot of, for Star Wars is once kind Disney of got a hold of it, that people have just been uh, it, yeah. it just was so divisive that it just yeah. Well, it's one of those things where it's it. like if you don't like it, don't watch it. Like it's you, you know, just don't worry you know, about if, it. If, it's it's, not if you're a Star Wars yet. fan, there's always the original trilogy. Like if you're a yeah. Tolkien fan and you hate the Rings of Power, don't watch it. It's like the books are always going to be there. It's not like they're going away. Nothing's being ruined. You yeah, that, that kind of segues. It, it one of my least favorite things. It it is pretty not gatekeepy, but uh, yeah, people are pretty um, sort of precious, preachy, precious, sort of condescending. If you don't, the I think it's the same with any fandom, though. There are people who have this like idea of what it is and what they enjoy about it and what it should be, and Right. Somebody does something with it that they don't like, or somebody says something about it they don't like. It's like they feel personally attacked. Yeah, and it, yeah. There's you know, there's a there's an amount of defensiveness that I think always kind of comes when you're a hardcore fan of something. Um, yeah, you know, sure. back when I was in high school, for example, you know, anything that wasn't hard rock or heavy metal sucked. <laughs> yeah, and you know, so. And and it's just it's it's always kind of a crappy attitude. It's something that I've really not not been proud of in my past. <laughs> like yeah, how no, I've, I mean, I've, I think how everybody's I've been related there. to people. I'm like, oh, that thing you like sucks. <laughs> you <know? laughs> like, you know, like, oh, that's kind of a crappy way to interact with with people. <laughs> yeah, it's like you know, um, who cares what if somebody likes Rings of Power or the Hobbit movies or whatever. Yeah, you know, everybody should like the Lord of the Rings movies, and if they yeah, don't, then I because they're good movies, <laughs> then they're I mean... bad people. But <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> wait, hang on, I'm doing it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, that's the thing with the, with the Hobbit movies. I mean, the worst offense that the Hobbit movies I would say had was that it wasn't they weren't very good as movies. I think that yeah. that's that's my biggest problem because. You know, it was not great adaptation for sure, I, I would say. But most importantly, if you're going to do any adaptation, like that thing has to be good. If it's a movie or you're doing like an album or you're making a video game, like it has to be a good video game. It has to be a good record. It has to be a good movie. Yeah. And how true it is to the story is secondary, I would argue. That's fair. I think the problem I had was similar to I don't know if you've seen Avatar 2. I have not uh, seen even Avatar water. one actually. Oh, well, good for you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I I'm a little picky when it comes to my James Cameron things. I'm like okay, Terminator fair. rules. Aliens is great. I don't really like anything else he made. <laughs> it was just so. I'm not going to spoil anything, but it was so long for how much that happened. Yeah. <laughs> that like like yeah. the Hobbit movies could have been. A one long movie or two decent length movies and cut yes. out a lot of the the sort of cruft and crap and it would have been great i think yeah yeah but agreed. yeah it was just sort of bloated with uh it was definitely bloated i mean it uh yeah they they, they just added so much and i think one of the one of the things that's most fun about the hobbit is that the stakes are lower than lord of the rings and they yeah 
by adding all that stuff about the extra stuff about the necromancer and the white council fighting there, which is what happens. But they show it's cool, but it's not necessary. Well, yeah, that's the thing. It's like you're, you know, you're raising the stakes and you're distracting from what the story is about. It's about a hobbit. (laughs) It's about a bunch of short people trying to find, get their house back. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, the movie and the book is called The Hobbit. You should really mostly be focusing on the Hobbit of it, the only Hobbit in the movie, in the in the story, really. Yeah. Um, I don't think we needed... You know, well, so, I, all right. Yeah, that's enough about <laughs> ranting yeah, like, about I, I, I don't want to just crap on that movie, because there are plenty of aspects that I do oh, did really very much enjoy, actually, about The Hobbit. And I don't remember if I sent you that super cut of the... You, like, you the still fan. have not. Okay, well, I'll I'll try and find it again. I found it. Tell the people what you're talking about, Sean. Okay, there's a there's a there are multiple actually fan edits of the Hobbit movies that are cut together into like one long I don't know maybe four hours long or so movie, and it cuts out a lot of that stuff, and it is it's actually quite an enjoyable film. I mean, uh, yeah. Martin Freeman did a, a great job, I think, as Bilbo. He was a great Bilbo. I loved his Bilbo. He did a marvelous job as that character. And, and the Agreed. dwarves were, if if too serious and maybe too hot at some points, uh, they were still, yeah. I think, pretty in line with uh, how the dwarves should have yeah. been. So, with the it, exception the, of uh, which was it, Killy or Philly has no beard. He's got a five o'clock shadow. Yeah, no, I, that that's the hot ludicrous. He's yeah, the hot. hot. Yeah, you have to have a sexy dwarf. <laughs> like, well, otherwise, how is an elf going to fall in love with him for some reason? Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah, let I me. Like, this is, I don't want to just trash these. <laughs> <laughs> let's take a hard left turn here. Yeah, and um, we're gonna Change the subject for us. Sean, why don't you pull into adaptation station? <laughs> so oh man i wish we had drops like sound effects so you could put we, a train we, whistle it, in there. you're gonna you're gonna have to figure out how to add that in post my friend uh <laughs> <laughs> so as part of the imminent domain uh overarching theme here uh adaptation station is the uh one-stop shop i guess for spinoffs and adaptations of the Tolkien legendarium franchise. So I was, uh, you know, I got a few suggestions bumping around up in my head. If we're trying to make some bank off yeah, of this, let's make some more money. Yeah. I mean, it, any yeah, this, money. this is clearly not precious to us. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> why, we don't, why don't we <laughs> We in, don't love this enough to do a podcast about it or anything. No, in, in 26 years, let's just... Uh, oh, no, wait. Yeah, no, it's 2049. So we've got some time to plan. But yeah, what do you say to the HGTV channel picking up a Hobbit Home makeover series? Um, I actually would love that. I would... <laughs> <laughs> I would genuinely it, love to actually have for that to exist. You know what's messed up about this one? I think it's actually like almost feasible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or make it a PBS show, This Old Hole, <laughs> instead of This Old House. 
Oh, I don't. I don't even know that. Yeah, oh, you don't know this old. Has, well, this old this house old hole. Oh, this old hole. Yeah, this like I this see, old yes, house. I, I thought you, you said the. With that I thought you said the sold house. Oh yeah, no, I don't know what that is. It might yeah. exist. Sorry, I don't know. <laughs> it could exist. Well, it could be the sold hole. Yeah. But this Hobbit, old this hole, old house, is, this old hole, it, it it works better, honestly. And and it it's slightly dirty. Uh, so you know. That'll well, I mean, that'll get people in there. Well, see, yeah, because you could have like some sort of weird, you know, like the the proud feet or proud <laughs> yeah. foot or whatever it is. I mean, look at that guy. You think he's got a, a nice clean Hobbit home? I bet he's like a hoarder or something. They yeah, I mean, there. they're yeah, not all Hobbits are as uh, well put together as Bilbo and Frodo are. I'm sure there are plenty that um yeah, oh, that's like, that's that, a nice that's a nice Hobbit hole. Yeah. Oh, it's a very nice hobbit hole. Very luxurious. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I, yeah. Daddy, Daddy Proudfoot, or <laughs> Daddy Two Foot, and his problem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but they. Yeah, you. You know, you send a team in. Of, I mean, it would have to be more hobbits because humans already have a hard enough time fitting into those houses. Yeah, based on how many times team. Gandalf bangs his head on the uh, doorways and bag end <laughs> and, and ceilings and everything. Yeah, <laughs> so here's and such. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you could. These guys are a great team. You could, <laughs> you could send them into a hole in the ground and come out with a with a hobbit home. <laughs> yeah, could, yeah. You'd have like a, a, a Samwise would be troll. the gardening and landscaping expert for sure. Oh, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Um, him, him, and him, and and the old gaffer. Oh, yeah. The old gaffer is definitely going to be. Yeah, you know, and uh, gruffly teach people about potatoes. <laughs> what's the guy in Pawn Stars? The dead, there's like the, oh, the I don't know older, but, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, name. I know who you're I talking about. Yeah, <laughs> the older guy who they just kind of come in for advice from whenever that's the old gaffer. He's just, yeah. he's not also the, the surliest guy. person in the show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's grumpy, but the people love him. They can't get enough. I mean, he gets he gets people to tune in, and that's that's what it's all about. Again, yeah. we're making money here. This is what yeah. This is, is this is purely. I'm trying to profit off of this thing that I have some limited knowledge of. <laughs> profit off of someone else's hard work, isn't that the American <laughs> way? It really, it truly is. Um, yeah, so. <laughs> Uh, I yeah, think that's I, one of the I many like... reasons that, that <laughs> Tolkien hated Walt Disney actually so much. <laughs> this is profiting off of other people's work and creating nonsense. <laughs> well, you know, he we will just it'll be long enough, you know. <laughs> the statute of it. Yeah. He he might he might be turning in his grave, but you know, at least we're making our quick buck. I mean, yeah, it's we're, it's not our grave. <laughs> True. Yeah. So, all right. I like this old hole. I think that's gotta yeah. be it. I, I, yeah. Um, yeah. Public, uh, public television. That's where, that's where all the money's at. <laughs> <laughs> See, I thought that would be goofier, but yeah, when I said it out loud, I realized how just it's quite appealing, isn't it? Yeah. How, <laughs> how possible that is that that could actually even just happen. Oh yeah, yeah. The whole uh, there's got to be a YouTube channel of people that are like making Hobbit homes. It just I would know. be shocked if there isn't. I know there there has to be companies that do do specialize in like underground homes. 
All right, we're going to do a lot some of practicality research. to that too. Yeah, there's a lot of practicality gonna... to an underground home. You know, the temperature is yeah stable in both winter and summer. It'll be warm in the winter, cool in the economical. Summertime. All right, this is all sounding far too logical. I yeah, know. we're making way too much sense. <laughs> <laughs> there's no way this is becoming. This is fun to listen to. <laughs> all right, so do you have do you have a do you have another question, or do you want me to ask a question that isn't? Quite as you should ask one because I'm realizing as I'm looking at my list of questions and topic conversations, they're all like, "What's your favorite?" Blah 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 blah. Oh man, yeah, they're I've, all. I, what's I have favorite? a number of those. I um, mean, they're the easiest ones to come up with. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Um, yeah, I didn't realize until this moment how lazy I was being <laughs> to up with these <laughs> topics of conversation. Well, all right. How, how about this one? Which fellowship member are you? Like, who do you see, you know, if you're like taking the um, Sporkle quiz or whatever, (laughs) you probably don't know what you know, Sporkle. (laughs) I don't, but I'm assuming it's the same thing as uh, BuzzFeed. Uh, they also have a lot of quizzes and nonsense. Similar enough. Yeah, they have. (laughs) I feel like BuzzFeed actually probably fits better, but yeah, it's (laughs) just it's one of those yeah. like personality test things, but this is like just your straight up answer. Who do you right. Think? Well, without thinking about it and just who I would want to be. I mean, the last episode, we both said our favorite character is Gandalf. So I want to say Gandalf. He gets to carry a big stick. He's got a cool sword. He's got the coolest outfit. He speaks um, loudly and carries a big stick. And Yeah. And, you know, he's got that great beard. Um, you do have a great beard yourself. Oh, thank you. I am growing out my hair and my beard so that I can eventually, when I turn gray, look like Gandalf. <laughs> but I'll probably just look like a crusty old man. <laughs> Which, I mean, Gandalf was actually kind of a crusty old yeah, man. He kinda, <laughs> yeah, he kind of was. As, yeah, he was weather-stained. And gray, and, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was effectively homeless by choice. So he, he was just, he was the a great pilgrim. He was just a wanderer. Yeah. <laughs> if he's they had trains in Middle Earth, he would be a hobo. <laughs> 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 All right, um, this is this is starting to sound more like you would be Gandalf. But I, I don't know, it's you, actually I'm actually talking myself enough. into it. No offense. You're just not I think you need a no, few that's, years. That's fair. I I'm I'm only 33. I've only just come of age in 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 hobbit terms. So <laughs> Yeah, he's he's wise and faithful to, you know, his god and his I'd friends. Like, I'd like to say that I'm at least faithful, if not nearly as wise as I'd like to believe I am. Yeah, I think I, although I think, I think you a few people. years I could see Gandalf. Yeah. yeah. Maybe maybe after I I microdose mushrooms, I'll we'll see how wise I am. You'll certainly be wizened. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Maybe I'm not a wizard, <laughs> definitely wizened for sure. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah, I mean I, Gandalf is 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 my gut uh immediate response to that. Um I I will say, even though I am not like, I don't, I, I'm not similar to Boromir, but there are a lot of aspects of Boromir that I really can connect to. Yeah, I, I mean, feel like he's. I a think very... we're both we're both a little cowardly. <laughs> <laughs> and Boromir is not that, you know. He's definitely <laughs> not cowardly for anything else that he is. He's definitely not cowardly. Um, so I, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't like to describe myself as cowardly, but I don't. No, that's I'm not why I'm particularly bold. Or I'm, yeah, I'm, I, I'm definitely not bold. 
<laughs> in terms of <laughs> danger for sure. Um, yeah, I. Uh, how about you? Who would you? You know, I think Boromir. I think he's one of the more identifiable members of the fellowship for anybody because he's one of the most human, you know, he makes mistakes and all that. Stuff. Yes. He's very, um, he's the most fallible of all of them. I mean, yeah, he's the I only mean, man other than Aragorn and Aragorn, you know, is, is, is you know, kind of perfect. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's from the high men. He's, uh, he's, well, he's better than us. Yeah, basically. Yeah, I mean, Tolkien doesn't just make basically that very clear. <laughs> but like, yeah, yeah, Aragorn he's... is better than everybody else. Oh, well, <laughs> that would be a good Aragorn, intro. Then. That would be a good intro. You know, once he, you know, after he's all mysterious and dark, it, it just he just comes right out and says, "I'm Aragorn, and I'm better than all of you." It's not a. <laughs> It's it's like, I don't say to be a dick. I'm just saying. <laughs> just a statement of fact. <laughs> it's like, I mean, and to, I mean, if he did say that, he, he wouldn't be wrong either. He wouldn't be wrong. <laughs> it wouldn't make him likable, but he wouldn't be wrong. It would not anyway, make him likable, yeah. I think uh, I'm probably the most like Mary. All right, yeah. Mary's a good choice, actually, because he's, he's not as goofy as Pippin. Yeah, he I don't is think still I'm that goofy, hobby. but he's got like, he's got a lot of like, I love to make a sassy remark and you know, Mary loves a good sassy remark. He really he, does. He does. He throws in a lot of clever jokes and stuff, which I like to think that I, uh, that's a significant portion of my personality. And yeah, um, for sure. <laughs> I'm a bit bigger than Mary. Uh, um, yeah, you're, I mean, you're only like three feet taller than he was. <laughs> Maybe three I'm, I'm only about twice his size. Yeah. I don't uh, think we can compare your post in draft though. Here. Yeah. He, um, yeah, I don't, I, you know, I'd love to say, you know, Eric Gorn, I don't know if I'd love to say Legolas. He's a little too haughty, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. Legolas is, um, I mean, just the whole elf thing makes him, um, He's not a strong personality, really, Legolas. No, not in the. It's like he's very much comfortable and quiet in who he is, and that quiet confidence that I think only elves really can have. Yeah, he's also not even. He, he he's just he sort of represents the elf. Uh, yeah, for sure. Uh, for his world. Yeah, so he yeah. doesn't have that much. Indeed depth to him i mean gimli also sort of represents the dwarven archetype but gimli is a strong personality yeah you know? he does. it's like he's he's a very well fleshed out yeah certainly in the in the books more so yeah oh yeah in the books for sure i mean in the films he's i i mean i love how how john reese davies played him but also oh no did, he yeah characters yeah i mean you know they did make him the comic relief and he is very funny in the books it's not as if that's a unreasonable choice to make but everybody is kind of funny in the books though yeah everybody's got a got a moment or two frodo's never funny (laughs) that's true actually i think i like the part (laughs) where uh after they leave the fellowship and he and sam are um being stalked by Gollum, and they're climbing down the emin moil and uh he's like laughing at sam after the after the rope comes undone yeah, <laughs> he's like, he, damn he you ass! <laughs> he's he like, did, he has it held, you idiot. Especially in the business, a little bit. But you're right; the he's the least funny character. Yeah, in the beginning, he also is 
much more lighthearted and he's making some jokes before they oh yeah before they left the shire like at maggots and stuff yeah oh yeah <laughs> yeah but, uh, that, yeah that ring really makes him a downer though doesn't it <laughs> <laughs> it's like being the ring bearer really just uh, it's like man a, you are not that a, fun <laughs> it's yeah if this was like if the ring had magical like a magical tag from like a D or something it would just be the ring of uh like party pooping, something like that. Yeah. <laughs> just yeah, the, it's almost the like ring carrying the weight of this evil object that could destroy all of Middle Earth. Is, uh, <laughs> like it's really like that. Really, that's gonna it's gonna kill your sense of humor. <laughs> yeah, the, the ring of invisibility and not having a good time. <laughs> yeah, it's I get, I, all right. Yeah, when you phrase it like that, I guess it's one of the understandable. <laughs> Or the main side effects of the ring is like you're not gonna have a very good time. <laughs> I mean, yeah. look at Gollum. Does he does he look like he was better off for having the ring on those ears? I would say no. He certainly didn't get funnier. He didn't get to be more fun at parties after he wore <laughs> the ring for 500 years or whatever. It was. He most certainly <laughs> did not. Yeah, it's like it's he, he gets himself chased away from his uh his his family and friends and uh then just mutters to himself for the next <laughs> couple hundred years or however yeah old i is. will say muttering to yourself kind of a party foul <laughs> yeah i can and and that is one that i'm most guilty of myself actually of all the <laughs> what you sit in the corner I'm and like, mutter you know what stuff? i really do like eating raw fish and muttering to myself in the corner <laughs> hunched over <laughs> remind me to not invite you to my next <laughs> birthday party Zerby's <laughs> uh, gnawing on the bones again <laughs> it's like oh my god he's over there again jesus it's, it's keep saying juicy sweet it's just <laughs> <laughs> weirding everybody out. It's like, I don't know what this weird gurgling noise he's making in the back of his throat. It's very uncomfortable for everybody, though. It's like, do you want to get him a lozenge or maybe some... <laughs> <laughs> get this man a recall. <laughs> some allergy medicine or something. <laughs> it's probably from eating all the raw fish. <laughs> <laughs> it's like he's got mercury poisoning for all the raw fish. He's okay, losing his mind. Wait, hang on. <laughs> that might explain a thing like, or two. That's that's the real source of Gollum's insanity <laughs> and de-evolution. Like, <laughs> the ring was just a ring. The problem yeah, because is it had some mercury He was on dumping it. mercury into the Anduin. <laughs> okay, just well, corporations polluting. Right, you're giving me an idea for a uh, another recurring bit here. <laughs> what class action lawsuits in Middle <laughs> Something I was Actually, thinking more along like the, yeah, that is also a good idea. I was thinking uh, conspiracy theories, but I like the yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, we'll bring uh, if there are any class action lawsuits being uh, litigated in Middle Earth, we will oh, man. bring that them to everybody's attention. Middle Earth conspiracy theories. I'm writing it down because I feel like that's gonna that's a lot of fun. Yeah, I think, uh, I mean, we're going to run out of questions on our what's your favorites uh, very soon. So I think we're just going to yeah. have to get just go all, oops all bits in uh, <laughs> multiple episodes. But uh, as far as this episode I can't goes, wait to uh, think of Middle Earth conspiracy theories now. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> oh, that'll be a good time. Yeah, well, uh, I think that's about all the time we've got for today. 
Uh, uh, yeah, man, I think so. Where are we at? 52 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. So I, there's got to be enough to, to edit down. That's actually listenable <laughs> here. <laughs> Once you cut out all the dead air and stuff, we've got at least 20 minutes. <laughs> it's going to be a great five minute episode. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, all I figured, right. so I figured out how to end the show. Yes. Uh, it's, yeah, it's not just sort of, uh, figuring out how to say goodbye in Elvish. It's, uh, <laughs> yeah. We're going to share a uh, fun fact about Tolkien. Uh, oh, yeah, right. So um, would you like me to go first, or do you think you, uh, you've you got one lined up? Uh, if you Do you have one lined up? You should probably go. This is going to be the same thing. Uh, well, this is... Uh, this, <laughs> no, this is more about getting put on the spot. So... Um, okay, shit. Okay, yeah. No, okay. okay. <laughs> no, no, no. I got it. I got it. I got it. I, I came up with the bit. It's only fair that I do it. Uh, <laughs> All right, so um, you know, fun fact about Tolkien uh, is that he uh, he was very vehemently and uh, vocally against the existence of Olive Garden. I heard that as well. I think that's yeah. in letter two forty nine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah he <laughs> in his one of his uh what a lot of critics call most uh racy and uh just downright cruel letters he condemned <laughs> the existence of olive garden yes that definitely happened that's definitely a true fact i have another true fact actually about J.R.R. <laughs> tolkien the second r people think it's john ronald rule tolkien he's actually john ronald mcdonald tolkien this is his birth name yeah yeah the classic, um the silent r at the beginning of mcdonald yeah so or well yeah, uh, no, there you go <laughs> <laughs> well, you got a two for one, and they were both equally idiotic, uh, idiotic and true. Yeah, uh, so idiotic and a hundred percent true. Which just about sums up uh, the entire podcast, I'd say. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, now, <laughs> now on that note, we say Namadie. Namadie. <laughs> <laughs>